Thank you for tuning in to the Growing Together in Christ podcast, where each week you and I take an intimate journey to strengthen our relationship with Christ. Every week, the podcast is an actual video that I recorded on Facebook earlier. Therefore, if you want to see the video, head right on over to Dr. Michelle White on Facebook. If not, enjoy the content here. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. White. Welcome back to another week during this pandemic of spiritual encouragement where you and I help encourage, come alongside one another to help each other become more Christ-focused. During this pandemic, God is truly teaching each one of us in our individual lives something. He's revealing a new part of his character in our life, in our prayer time, that maybe we hadn't seen before. And one of the things that he reminded me of yesterday is how much he values what happens within our hearts. So I'm gonna take you way back to an example that will make sense about why I'm focusing on that today. As I've mentioned on many podcasts and videos before, uh, we're a family of seven, five awesome kids. And many years ago, when all five kids lived at home, we needed a new van. Now, I wanted a new van. It really wasn't needed. So let me clean that up. We had a van that fit all five kids, but I desired a new van. And so I talked to my husband. We had had the one van for a while and it had been in the repair shop for many different things. And after the last repair, I said to my husband, we're putting a lot of money into this van. Why don't we invest in getting a new van? So he said, okay, that sounds like a good idea. So we went and had the financing didn't go through. I was so sad. I'm like, Lord, I'm praying to the Lord knowing that I don't need this, but I wanted it. And I'm praying to the Lord saying, Lord, we, we need this van. You know, we're spending extra money that we don't have to. And Lord, I just, I, I don't like this van. And I would point out in prayer, all the things I didn't like about the van. You know, that one of the doors, you know, wasn't working properly or I had to push on the brakes in a certain way because there wasn't something they could do with that. I mean, I was literally pointing out every possible thing I didn't like about it. And so I decided to go back to my husband and let's try another car dealership. Someone's going to give us a, a van. So we went to another car dealership and same thing. We got denied. And so again, I thought, well, I don't understand. I'm praying, you know, I'm, I am asking, I'm seeking. I, it's not like extravagant amount of money that I'm thinking that I'm asking the Lord for, but what God showed me in that time and what he showed me and reminded me of this week was that I did not appreciate what he had already given me before I'm coming to him and asking him to bless me with something I didn't need. Did you hear that? I was discontent with the provision that he had already given me. And I decided 
that because I didn't want this old thing that I had to have something that was new. So I had to repent. I had to repent and say, Lord, I am so sorry that I am not content with what you have given me. I'm not content in driving a van because you could have easily caused the engine or transmission to go out in that van and we not have the money to repair it and had five kids that we had to transport and did not have the means to do that. Now this was before Uber, this was before Lyft. Uh, there were cabs, but to try to get five kids and a husband and wife in a cab, that would be a little difficult. So this was way back before all, all the, the uh, stuff that's right now. I had to repent because God had given me what I needed. He may not have given me what I wanted, but he doesn't promise to give me everything I want. But he does say that he's going to take care of my needs because he is a loving father like that. So then I realized it was a matter of my heart. In my heart, I lacked contentment. Now, let me tell you something else that was going on. Through my lips, I was saying things like, oh, if God doesn't want us to have it, it's okay. If God chooses to take us in a different direction, it's okay. But it wasn't because God clearly through two denials was taking us in a different direction. But yet I was still holding on to in my heart, this is what I want because I'm not content with what he's given me. But yet do you see the disconnect? Through my lips, I'm saying one thing as a Christian because I wanted to have that appearance, quote unquote appearance of that trust in God, but trying to manipulate him in my prayer. So once I confessed what I was doing, truly confessed and said, Lord, I'm grateful. I am so grateful that you've given me transportation. Hallelujah. I am grateful that you have even given me money to put gas in the car, the van that you have given me. Hallelujah. I began to have a praise fest. And you remember from a few weeks ago, I talked about letting your praise marinate. My praise was marinating because of what his provision was for my family. Now, I can't make this up, but literally two days after that, we get a call from one of the places that denied us saying that we don't know what happened but your financing actually came through and we have a van ready for you well i knew what happened god happened in order for him to take me to the next place i had to be content with where he had me because what would have happened if he gave that to me when i was discontent I would have become discontent again in that and wanted something else. So just like God, he had to take me through this process to allow me to understand that what he has given me is for me and that he has crafted that for me and to be content in what his hand has provided for me. So fast forwarding to this week, I had a work issue in which I had to completely surrender and say, I'm just content, Lord. Because I had the knowledge of what I went through in the past, my contentment 
and my heart contentment had changed over the years. No longer had I had that disconnect between what was coming out of my mouth and what was in my heart because I wanted to make sure that what was truly in my heart first was truly coming out of my mouth. Now we know that there are scripture passages that talk about what is in a man's heart flows off of his lips. But we as Christians become crafty, don't we? We know that scripture and we know that what's in our heart will flow. But sometimes when it gets right about on the lips, we kind of twist it and put a little Christianese on it to make it sound good for us. I would do that until God did what he did many years ago with that van. And so then I had to stop and say, I'm not going to do that. I want to make sure that what is in my heart truly comes off my lips. So guess what started to happen over the years? I stopped talking until my heart was right. Do you know that God has so many scriptures that talk about the heart that he has given us in his beautiful love story called the Bible, that he talks about the importance of the heart, how he measures a man by his heart. Now, one of the most foundational scriptures in Romans 10 that talks about salvation says that we must confess with what? Our mouth. But then what's the next part? Believe where? In our heart. So God even recognizes that we could confess all day that Jesus is the head of our life, that Jesus died on the cross, that Jesus rose from the dead, that Jesus is our personal Lord and Savior. But if that doesn't truly penetrate your heart, you're not saved. There's that disconnect that God even knows about because he put it in his word to remind us that there has to be the two that are connected. So with my work example, this week, I truly had contentment about what God was going to do in the midst of whatever the circumstances, laying staff off, having a changing work climate. It weighed heavily on my heart, but I trusted. I had contentment in my heart that whatever God was going to do for me, he was going to do for me and he did for me and so I had another praise fest yesterday with some information that that came about through work and I let that praise marinate but what that reminded me was how closely God pays attention to my heart and truly not the things that I always say because sometimes as a mama I'll just tell you, I will say things to comfort my kids that maybe I don't 100% believe. If they say, you know, mommy, are we going to be okay if we go down this street and it's really dark? Oh, of course we are. God is going to protect us. But in my heart, I'm like, Lord, are you going to protect us? So sometimes there's that disconnect, not for bad reasons. I'm trying to protect my kids so they're not going to be scared but I want them to trust in God. But if I'm not trusting in God and my heart is saying something different, I can't have that disconnect. The second part of what I wanna to share today in our video is did you recognize I said for me many, many times, what he has for me, what he crafted for me. As you are in the midst of this pandemic and you may be looking at 
others who may have more food or others that have a bigger home or others that have a nicer car to get them to and fro. Remember that what God has crafted for you is for you. We are not to covet what others have, but we are to look at and appreciate what God has given. Because in my life, I know that he will never give me more until I appreciate what I have. It's much like your kids, isn't it? When you're raising your kids, you're not gonna go out and buy them a new bike if they have a bike that they barely ride, if they have a bike that they're not grateful for, if they have a bike that they don't take care of and they're like, oh, whatever, just buy me something new. As a parent, you are going to make sure that they take care of the provision that you've given them. You're going to make sure that they take care of every detail that surrounds that bike, that they're going to be appreciative of that bike. And when they come back to you and say, mommy, daddy, thank you so much for my bike, there's that, there's that heart. And so as a mama and as a daddy, we're gonna say, you know what? They've had that bike a long time and they're so appreciative of having it. Let's go buy them a new one. Don't you know our father in heaven does the same thing? He watches in our heart what we really think about the things that he has given to us. And we can say all day, Lord, thank you for my house. Thank you for the food I have. But in my heart, I'm saying, this house is just too small. This house is just dirty or the food that I have. I asked Kroger for lemons and they gave me lime. And we're a complainer and have this contentiousness within our heart that's continuously building up. Even though our family doesn't see it, that doesn't matter because God sees and hears everything that you are saying in your heart. And so I want to encourage you during this pandemic to get your heart right. Focus on what is going on in your heart and look around, even though we're still many of many states, our state is still on a stay at home order. If your state is not look around and just be appreciative of what God has given you in the midst of this pandemic. Appreciate even the little things that he has given you, even your order did get wrong when you did DoorDash. Appreciate the fact that you even had money to do DoorDash. Appreciate in your heart first, the things that he's doing for you. Because believe me, those who are in your area of influence are watching. And just like I said last week about that pebble and that influence, and we talked about First Thessalonians and being able to reach out to Macedonia and Acacia, the same thing applies. When your heart is discontent, others can see it. They'll see the scowl on your face. You won't be able to stop the words that come from your lips because something's going to seep out that shows that discontent in your heart. Check your heart evaluate your heart. God does. Why shouldn't we? Until next time. I'm so glad that you chose to listen to today's podcast on growing together in Christ. My prayer for you is that something resonated in the podcast slash video that you will be able to implement in your life today. If you want to see the actual video, you can view it on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Dr. Michelle White, Michelle with one L. Until next time.